This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast, Episode 9. We're talking about your book title and subtitle today, aka what should you title your book so that has the very best chance of becoming a bestseller. You know, my very first book coaching client was a dear friend of mine named Kelly Michelle. Her and I met online via an entrepreneur group gosh, a long time ago, I'd say like six, seven years ago, we became fast friends. We had a meetup in real life. We're still friends to this day because the rest is history, right? Now she is in the women and Christianity niche, niche, niche. How do you say that word? I should probably edit this out, but how the heck do you say that word? Well, she's in the women and Christianity niche. (laughs) I was in the side hustle slash online marketing space But we connected on so many other things, including our dreams to write a book. So I went forward with that. She was busy with other stuff in her business. And after I self-published my book and it became an Amazon number one bestselling book, she reached out to me for help. Her manuscript was already done, which was amazing, but she needed help with two things. She needed help with titling her book, and then she needed assistance with launching and marketing. Now, I have to say, I was a little shocked that she wrote an entire manuscript without having a title. I'm the type of person that I need to have a title for even like a blog post or even these podcast episodes I title before I write my notes for it. So, but I want to bring that up because a good example that some of us don't need titles. We just want to dive into the content and others like myself, it's like I need that North Star. I need an actual title, even if I'm going to change the title, but I need to know what I'm working on on a day-to-day basis. But she didn't have it. So I dove into her manuscript. I kind of leafed through it. And what she wrote about was it was basically a devotional. Uh, It was like a daily, it was more than a guided journal or a guided workbook. It was really, it was an every single day, seven weeks devoting yourself to what she calls living faith first. And I asked her, okay, well, what do you have in mind, Kelly? What do you want to title your book? And she goes, Jessica, I've been thinking about this a long time. I want to title it Mornings with Luke. And I thought, I I let that simmer for a second because the very first thing that popped in my head when she told me about this was every single morning when I was growing up, my neighbor's dog, whose name was Luke and was a big, slobbery, hairy golden retriever, would like jump over from his yard into the garage when my mom was going out to get the newspaper and I would come out with her and he would, Luke would come over and lick my face and I would all, all this dog slobber all over me and uh, that's all I could think about was my mornings with Luke <laughs> were very different than her mornings with Luke as what she wanted to title here. Of course, she went with Luke because, of course, her book is about connecting with God and scriptures and that sort of thing. So I understood. But I told her that story. And I also brought up the fact that not that long beforehand, a book named Tuesdays with Maury, which was a New York Times bestseller book, had come out. And that book was all about meeting with an older gentleman named Maury. And it just didn't feel right to me. I said, I think we can do better, Kelly. So 
I asked her to go back to the drawing board. I shared with her some of my thoughts. And so she came up with a few more. She said, Jessica, what do you think about mornings of the harvest? And then option B is, what do you think about rooted, watered, and risen? And I still didn't love them. And we're going to get into, just a minute here, we're going to get into the real details about what you need when you're titling your book. But I I suggested, hey, Kel, how about we title it Faith Rising or Flourishing Faith? You know, faith was the big driver in this devotional. And then I said, well, what if we go a different direction? What if we title it Her Growth with God? And that became the winner. She said, Jessica, I absolutely love it. It's it's a winner in my book. It's totally different than Mornings with Luke, but it's right in line. It has her, so there's the female aspect. It has God in the title, which is obviously a big part of the devotional uh, p- portion of her book, and it just fit. And it ended up being she uh, she ended up ranking in her categories in the bestseller list, and um, it launched. It was a success, and she has been utilizing that book to this till this day to help grow her business. She's still in the same space, and I'm so proud of her. So I bring that up because I want to share with you the tips here when you're titling your book, and know that. It is a work in progress, right? Like you might have something in mind. It might be totally different down the line. But when you're thinking about your book and your title and your subtitle, it's really simple. I always say that your title is your hook and your subtitle is a promise. Let me repeat that. Your title is a hook that hooks the reader in, that hooks the reader to want to click on your book and learn more, right? Like when someone's searching for keywords on Amazon and your book comes up, your title and also your cover, not going to lie, is what's going to get the click. It's That's what the reader is going to say, huh, I want to learn more. And then your subtitle, that promise that you're making to the reader, and then also the back cover blurb and other details about your book, that's what is going to convert into a purchase. So quite simply, your title should be short, catchy, captivating. In today's society, it needs to be hashtagable, right? (laughs) And it really needs to be intriguing. Anywhere from one to four words is really the sweet spot for your title. Now, there's uh, someone's in my space, in the self-publishing space. I saw a blog post she posted not that long ago, and she talked about how your book title needs to have keywords specific to your industry. And I actually entirely disagree with that. Keywords fit in your subtitle. Because think about any of the books that you've read that have really made an impact on you. The title itself probably didn't include a lot of keywords. You know, I think about Marie Forleo's book, Everything is Figure Outable. I was never searching for figure outable, right? Uh, Unless I already knew about Marie. Uh, Another book that I read recently, Atomic Habits. I was never searching for atomic. Yes, habits is in that title. But the keywords portion is really where your subtitle is. So, you know, when we think about the title itself, It should be mysterious enough that someone says, hmm, I wonder what this book could be about. And then it's that subtitle where the keywords come in, where it's a little bit longer. And when I say promise, it's really, okay, what is the reader going to get by devoting the time and the energy into your book? That's where that promise portion comes in, right? So using words like 
ways or days or steps, using phrases like how to, those are all really good for a subtitle and also numbers, right? So if I were to use the number 21, I could say in my subtitle, I could say 21 ways to dot, 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 or 21 days to dot, 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 or 21 steps to dot, 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 right? You get the gist there. Now, I have Kelly's book in front of me, Her Growth with God. So we talked about her title, obviously, Her Growth with God. And then her subtitle is seven-week devotional to learn how to live faith-first by nourishing your mind, body, and soul through God's love and perspective. Now, I'm not going to lie, that's quite a long subtitle, but it's great because it covers so many keywords and it tells me as a potential reader exactly what I'm going to get. Oh, I'm it, this is going to be seven weeks long? Great. I know exactly how long it's going to cover. I know what I'm going to learn. The words faith are in there. God is in there. Mind, body, soul is all in there. And that ties in beautifully with what she does in her business. Now, if we go back to my book that I published uh, back in 2018, my She Creates the Way book, that's the title, right? She Creates the Way. And then the subtitle is Ditch the Traditional 9 to 5, Rock Your Side Hustle, and Pave Your Path as a Female Entrepreneur. Now, everything here is intentional. I wanted to have 9 to 5. I wanted to... make it a point to put side hustle in there because I knew that I needed that keyword because it tied in directly with my business at the time. And then, of course, female entrepreneur I needed to have in my subtitle. Now, really, 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 really key here. This is the big thing for author entrepreneurs like you and I. When you're thinking about your title and possible titles for your book, you need to ask yourself this. Can I add course or membership or coaching or mastermind to the end of my title? And will it make sense for my business? So think about that for a second. Whatever you're thinking about your title, because in reality, as an author entrepreneur, the book is just the beginning and your offerings will pivot and evolve as you move forward, right? So you want to title your book so that your branding and everything in your business can grow and evolve together. So if I look at my book, that was one of the reasons why I titled my book the way I did, because She Creates the Way became a coaching. I did a group coaching with it, She Creates the Way Coaching. And then for Kelly, I know she talked about it. I'm not sure if she did it. But when we were thinking about the actual title, Her Growth with God, she thought, okay, Her Growth with God course. She ended up doing a Her Growth with God workbook and Her Growth with God mastermind. All of those things work a lot better than Mornings with Luke mastermind would work, right? Maybe Mornings with Luke would be great if her name was Luke. (laughs) But as it was, you know, once you put it in that context, it becomes even more important to pick something that can be directly aligned with your business and your offerings moving forward. To recap, when you're thinking about your title and subtitle, you want to use the hook and promise approach so that you give your book more clicks. You know, you're getting that interesting little hook in, that intriguing title. And then, of course, with the subtitle and the promise, you're getting more purchases and giving you the best odds and the best chances to get you to the top of your categories, bestseller lists on Amazon and beyond.
And of course, remember that when you write your story, you change the world. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.